Welcome to I Am Ready, a podcast where we have tough and meaningful conversations based on the real-life experiences we're all going through, where women everywhere are reminded how magnetic and special they are, even when they doubt it, where we can all feel safe, heard, and understood as we explore the ups and downs of life. Here, we will learn, grow, and become our ideal selves together. So if you're ready to be poured into, reminded how powerful you are, and given that nudge to step into your boldness, then you've come to the right place. You ready? Let's do this. We are back with another solo episode. I'm really grateful an honor to have you here. Hi friends, it's Megan with I Am Ready. And on this solo episode, you're going to have to forgive me a little bit. I uh, normally record things enough in advance that they're not always in full, like true real time. Um, But I was sick last week and pretty sick. And so I didn't um, have the energy. My voice would not have survived. You would not have wanted to listen to me. And I'm pretty sure my brain was mush. So I'm literally recording this the day before it drops, which is totally okay. If you saw my IG live from today, this is going to be a continuation of the same conversation because it's important and worth having. So I shared on my IG live and maybe on my social media two weeks ago now, how the last call I had with my lovely community, in case you didn't know, I have a free weekly call called um, Meet Time Meetup. And it's really just like a come as you are, nothing's off limits, everyone's welcome kind of a call to just uh, have a space for anything you might be needing to talk about anything. And it really sprung out of uh, me asking, like on social media, I had asked, you know, what is what are some things that you wish more people talked about? And I got flooded with lots of really good answers. And so in seeing all of that, I'm like, well, then why not create a space for people to come and talk about these things? So that's what that is. And a few weeks ago on the last call that we had, it really started by some people expressing how really overwhelmed they felt with just a lot of things. And the feedback was given amongst the women on the call about, you know, how something so small, like unsubscribing from emails, you know, text notifications, anything, right? Like if you aren't using it, if you don't want to shop at the gap anymore, or you don't, then unsubscribe from emails from them, right? That's just an example. Okay. But how something so simple can have like this compounding effect because when we unsubscribe from these sorts of things that can tend to bog us down or just take up unnecessary space or just become one more thing that we're doing that we don't need to be doing when we're already feeling like stretched thin, what a profound impact that can have. So that's how the call started. And some, you know, other conversations and talking other people were sharing and someone else on the call was really just saying how strongly she has been noticing herself using the word should 
she's gone through, she's going through and, and has gone through like a family career, like really a whole lifestyle transition. And in a lot of ways, it's freeing her up in a way she hasn't felt in a long time. And so it's just kind of surprised her that with more quote unquote free time or just more freedom to arrange her schedule and have her lifestyle fit her and her needs, how much this message of I should, well, I, I should be doing this instead. It should only be this, you know, should only take me this much time. It shouldn't be that hard. It, I should know what to do next, that kind of stuff. And just caught her off guard. And so in taking all of this in and, and everyone sharing on that call, which again, has just been such a beautiful space. And I'm very grateful for my community. When I gave this woman some feedback, the first thing I said is like, well, we already talked about unsubscribing up from other things. Why don't we unsubscribe from the ships? So that's what we're here to talk about today. Because, and like I said, on my IG live, if you caught it, because I really think in some ways, and this has like an aspect of mindfulness to it, which has been a big theme of what I've been talking about lately in my business. Um, because when we do unsubscribe from emails and text notifications, most of us do it pretty easily. Meaning we don't second guess ourselves. We don't talk ourselves in circles. We don't get all worked up about, oh my gosh, was that the right thing to do? Is that the wrong thing to do? We don't consider 14 different perspectives in making this decision. It usually is a pretty quick and easy thing. Once we realize like, Hey, this is something that I could do that would free me up. We can often go through our inbox pretty quickly and recognize yeah, this isn't somewhere that I need emails from anymore. This isn't somewhere that I shop at routinely. This isn't something that I'm, you know, taking advantage, taking advantage of the sales. So I don't need to keep receiving reminders about that. And we unsubscribe and we don't, it doesn't take a lot of energy. <laughs> you know, we're not stewing about it and wondering and worrying if it was the quote unquote right decision later that night. You know what I mean? It's a pretty like, check, check, moving on kind of a thing. And yet when we have so much pressure that we're putting on ourselves that we've heard from the other places and people in our lives that we develop these should statements and should really is, it's a rule, you guys. Anything that you're telling yourself you should do, you have built a belief and a rule around. That's what it is. And so when we have these rules that we, whether we're given to us and, and, you know, we're perpetuating and we're keeping around the inner dialogue that we can have is borderline crazy sometimes, right? <laughs> I can't say that. I shouldn't do that. Oh, and if I did, what would other people think? And, oh, that's so terrible of me. I should do the right thing. And I should know what to do here. And but maybe I don't, and maybe, blah, 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 blah. right? And just go back and forth and talk ourselves in circles. So what I want to propose with this idea of unsubscribing from the shoulds is that we have enough discernment, we have enough self-awareness, most of us, I can't speak for everyone, enough self-awareness, enough intuition, we have enough 
you know, confidence and, and like we know ourselves well enough to know when we can unsubscribe from some sort of should rule and we don't have to agonize over the decision and talk ourselves into that spiral. That unsubscribing from the shoulds can be a sort of a flippant and easy decision as it was to unsubscribe from the email reminders. And some of that does come with mindfulness, like I said. So I'm gonna try to use this example throughout so I'm making some sense here, I'm hoping. But, you know, an example of this, a should, would be a rule of like, People should be on time. I should be on time. You should be on time. It's professional. It's respectful. It's the right thing to do. It's kind. People should be on time. Now, again, that's not a, a necessarily like a super emotionally charged rule that we live by. Likely, I hope it doesn't plague us, you know, endlessly. However, if we find ourselves in some sort of situation, where we're running late or we're not going to be on time, we can have a pretty intense anxiety, guilt. We can really condemn ourselves and criticize ourselves, right? And, and again, talk ourselves into this big emotional spiral because we should be on time. And if we're not aware that we're doing it, we can get ourselves into this thought process, mindset, emotional state, energy, all of the above, and get ourselves that worked up and not even really realize what the driving force is. So there's a phrase in, in the therapy world that says like, stop shooting on yourself. Ha <laughs> ha, right? The truth of it and, and the purpose of it is because if we are someone that has that that dialogue in our head that is just filled with shoulds, the likelihood that we feel anxiety, tension, pressure, stress is pretty high because we are putting a lot of force on ourselves to adhere by these very strict, strong rules. And when we don't, I don't know, the possibilities are probably endless of the things that we could come up with if we don't do all these things that we should do. like end time as our example today. And I guess I want to bring this all up is because you may not even realize. I remember going through grad school and, and one of the classes and courses was on a therapy called cognitive behavioral therapy. And we really talked about like the, the layers and levels of thought that we have. We have different degrees and different intensities and they kind of fit different purposes and, and and I'm a pretty self-aware person, but I remember being like, wow, there is a lot that goes in and out of my brain that I really wasn't very aware of. Um, or I think about it much differently now, recognizing that it's like this, it's this should, it's this rule that I'm following compared to other thoughts that are just more like, you know, quick reactions or these really deep embedded beliefs and, and, and things that I have in my thoughts, right? So I just remember being like, wow. And so I, I don't know if some of this might be having, like any of you might be having this reaction of thinking about how many times a day you tell yourself you should. Maybe if you're a parent, how many times you tell your kids you should. 
And when you think about it in the context then of how many rules you've got in place in your life, how like overwhelming and again, pressure filled or negative and stressful that might feel. Especially because I'm guessing that a lot of these shoulds didn't necessarily just pop up into your brain one day when you were small, right? They probably came from your parents, your grandparents, your school systems, the communities you lived in, whatever kinds of activities or organizations you were a part of and, and fine, right? I mean, we need some structure and some rules to make the world go round. Totally fine. The point of this whole episode and the point of all of this unsubscribing from the should is really trying to bring back your awareness to one, how prevalent this is in your thought patterns. And two, now uh, uh, assuming we're all adults here listening to this, right? Is you get a say now in which rules you keep around and which rules you don't. You get to have a say of when a rule applies and when you need to throw the rule out the window this time. So most of the time, I still might believe that I quote unquote should be on time. Fine. And yet I can have the wherewithal and I can have like the internal freedom, power, ability, I don't know what word I want to use, but to discern that when my kid had an epic meltdown, uh, I struggled with sleep last night, I can't seem to find my keys, and something else, it's raining outside, that I can put that I should be on time rule I can put it on timeout because guess what? Today, we're not going to be in time for that doctor appointment because we are doing our very best just to get out the door at all. And I'm going to be as close to on time as possible. But I can have like the discernment. I can have the ability to say, you know what? It's not going to happen today. And again, sort of the empowerment and the freedom that can come with making that decision to say, yes, this still can be a rule that I want to operate most of my life out of. Fine. Today, I'm going to decide, you know what? I'm going to be as close as possible, but I'm not going to guilt and pressure and shame myself into how much I should be on time with all of these other factors, some within my control and some without. And at the end of the day, I'm making this decision to put this rule about being on time, on time out, because it's going to do me no good. No amount of pressure, no amount of repeatedly shooting myself is going to get us there on time. So what good does that do? Besides dealing with a sick kid, the weather, can't find my keys, trying to get to an appointment and feeling likely that stress of just all of those things in combination and doing my very best. Do I need to add another layer of guilt on top of it? Is that going to do anything for me? Of course not. Right? So I guess I want to remind you all, well, I guess there's like three parts to this. The first is if you've been telling yourself that having these rules and, and shoulding yourself, I should go to bed at this time. I should weigh this amount. I should 
fill in the blank. And you've been telling yourself that it's something that really motivates you in sort of a positive way towards your goals. Is that actually true? If you really stop and think about, so one is really like, I guess this audit. What are these kinds of rules and what are the common ways that you should yourself? Is it in parenting? Is it at your job? Is it how you function in your day-to-day -day life? Is it within your marriage? Is it within your relationship with your body and, and food? Whatever. What are some of these rules? And maybe it's going to be helpful to really write down a list and you might surprise yourself, to be honest. That if you really think about it, and maybe, maybe you do it in one sitting and you write down the ones that come to mind. And then from there, you really try to pay attention for like a week or so, maybe two weeks of how often this pops up. And again, you might just be pretty shocked at like, wow, you know, I have a lot of rules. I have a lot of high expectations. And I'm gonna argue that yes, you are the person who is keeping these rules around or have been keeping these rules around, but a lot of these rules and the should and the pressure and the expectations have come from other people and have been placed on you. Again, within reason, things need to happen and have some order and structure to them for the world to go around, fine. But we are now at the point where now that you have this one, step one, this audit of all these should statements that you give to yourself and these like strict, strong rules that you give yourself in this like pass fail kind of a way, Step two then is really going through that list to be like, which of these serve me and which of these don't? Which of these might be more hard and fast? Like I, they really are like, this is a rule that I you know, want to live my life by. Or which of these is more kind of fluid and lax that sometimes when, when things are clicking and everything's working out and I'm feeling good, great. When life's throwing me some curveballs, it's not so important and I can let it go, right? Like which, tease that out a little bit and you run that through yourself as an adult, through your authority, through your intuition, through the wisdom that you have now, through your life experiences and maybe how your morals and values are different than they were when you were a kid and what was taught to you and told to you and modeled to you. So now you run these rules through yourself as an adult. As an adult. Does this fit now? Is this a rule I want to live my life by? Does this fit with my morals and values now? Is this something I want to teach my kids or have be like an expectation in my home? And some of them, you may still say, yes, cool. Some of them, you might be like, hell no. <laughs> no, I don't think that one's as important. Great. So then we're going to stop shooting ourselves about it. Right? I mean, examples could be things like, um, I guess a, 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 a easy one, I'm just gonna say good, it's not good. An easy one though is like, if you're a first time parent and your kid is sick with something that first time, first time they've been sick with it, first time obviously then you've dealt with it as a parent and they're pretty sick. And they need to go to the ER or they get, you know, hospitalized or I don't know, right? Like it, it gets kind of intense and you start like, I should have known. I should have known that this was going to get bad. I should have known to give him X, Y, and Z, you know, supplements or medications. I should have known to take him in earlier. How should you have known? You've never gone through this. 
maybe you did as a kid, but it's a hell of a lot different, I guarantee, than when you're a parent, right? How should you have known? This is a first-time experience. Why, why would you set that expectation that you should know what to do in a situation you've never been in before? I don't think that's very realistic. You're going to do your best. You're going to ask for help. You're going to use your resources. You're going to follow your gut instinct as a parent, right? But there's, it's not reasonable to say that you should know how to handle something you've never been in before. Especially if it got a little in, more intense than you anticipated. Sure, you can feel bad about it. and You can wish that it didn't happen. That doesn't mean that you did anything wrong. That doesn't mean that you're supposed to have some sort of like extra crazy knowledge as a parent when you've never been in a situation before. Things like that, right? Like, so one, you've got this list going and you're becoming more aware of all the, the shoulds that you place on yourself. Two, you run it through who you are now, your life, your experiences, your circumstances, your morals and values now to say which fit and which don't. And really the third step can be then, rather than again, having should as as the compass of your life that brings this force and pressure and guilt with it, oftentimes, if it really is, you know, if you ran it through your adult self and it's still a rule that is aligned, it still fits with your morals and values, then let's phrase it that way. I choose to be on time. I desire to be on time in most parts of my life. I believe it's important to be on time, but I believe it. I choose it. I desire it. I want to live my life this way, right? I am taking sort of the ownership that this is something that is important and meaningful to me. And, and so I'm choosing to live my life this way is a much different, it has a much more like ownership. It has much more like, um, kind of to me, integrity and again, empowerment behind it. Like I went through this, I audited this, I ran it through, it still fits and I'm choosing this. So I don't have to condemn myself. I don't have to put unnecessary pressure and expectations. I don't have to guilt myself into feeling awful because I'm choosing to approach life and to handle life and to whatever, you know, live my life this way. It comes from me. And maybe for some of you, you know, the, the, the subtle differences of those words don't really seem to make a big difference, but I'm telling you that they do. Because for most of us, should doesn't feel good. I should eat better. I should be able to lose weight. This should be easier for me, right? There's just a lot of negativity. There's a lot of like, you're not good enough energy behind it because I should have done something. Clearly I didn't. That's why I'm shooting myself. So shame on you. I don't want to live my life shaming myself. That doesn't feel awesome. It's going to happen. No one's perfect. And there are things I'm going to feel guilty or regretful about. Okay. But something like doing my best to be on time for an appointment, back to the original example, 
I would rather in my mind and in how I'm handling and approaching and the relationship that I have with myself, I would rather say like, I'm doing my best to be on time and I'm going to get to that appointment as close to the start time as possible. There are some extra factors that made it really challenging this morning and I'm doing my best. Most of the time I desire to be on time for things and I give myself grace because I know that it's not going to happen every time. That is such a different internal conversation. The energy, the emotion behind it is so much more calm and centered and aligned and compassionate than it is. You suck. You messed up. You're wrong kind of energy of you should. You should have been on time. You should have figured it out. You should have got up earlier. You should have given your kid medicine. So eat whatever. You should have had the bags packed. You should have had an umbrella. You should have known it was going to rain, right? Like, yuck. Yuck. No, thank you. I choose to unsubscribe. So that's my message for today is like, and, and I guess as I started talking, I realized that how I think of it and what I'm offering here is this kind of three-step thing again, like I said, right? Pay more attention to notice how much these shoulds come up and what are you telling yourself? What are the statements? Keep a log, keep a journal, do whatever you want to do. All of the examples that you come up with and you notice, run it through yourself as an adult. Does it fit? How strong is it? Does it have some flexibility to it? And then three, if it is still aligned, if it is something in the way that I want to live my life, can I phrase it differently so it has a much more compassionate and empowered energy behind it? I choose to, I desire to, I want to. This is something that's important to me. Can I, can I change the way that I word it and that I look at it that isn't so guilt and pressure filled? And, and, and when it happens, when I catch myself with that should, I can easily hit unsubscribe from that should, from the pressure, from the guilt. I can easily unsubscribe from it, just like I do those emails that I don't want anymore, because now I have a new way that I can word it, and I have a new way that I can look at it. It just feels a lot better. I might still come to the same conclusion. I don't have to condemn myself in the process by how I'm talking to myself about it. Okay, that's it. Coming off my mushy, sick brain. I hope that landed. I hope it made sense. As always, I would love episodes to be a conversation starter between you and I, or between you and your people, your family, your friends, your coworkers, right? You know someone that tells you that they struggle with this, or you hear them saying these things out loud even, share this episode with them, right? Feel free to reach out to me. Tell me if there's, uh, you know, maybe certain shoulds, <laughs> certain rules you are unsubscribing from. I'd love to hear what they are. Any other aha moments or realizations you had, I'd love it if you shared them. And truly, when you catch yourself moving forward, whatever this episode does for you, when you catch yourself in that should mind frame, mindset, because it will, it'll, it'll happen. I really want you to think of it, I mean, I, I, you guys can't see me as I'm talking, but I'm like literally picking up my finger and like pressing a button as if I'm pressing unsubscribe. You can do something like that. It can, it can be that nonstick. Ugh, I did it again, shitting all over myself. Nope, unsubscribe. 
I'm choosing this decision. I'm going to reframe it in another way. I'm going to give myself grace to say this time, I don't want to operate that way. Maybe next time. Whatever sort of flexibility and compassion, whatever other, other way you can spin it so that it has that more understanding, encouraging, and empowered energy behind it and take the should out is going to be a win. And it can be that much. You don't have to have this back and forth dialogue and have this big old conversation in your head. You can stick your finger in the air like I am right now and like, oh, there it is. Unsubscribe. Not doing this. Quickly reframe it. Choose a different way. Give yourself whatever kind of flexibility and whatever the situation calls for and then move on. No more pressure and unnecessary guilt. Okay, friends. Next week will be another interview uh, episode. It's a good one. I'm really excited for you to hear it. And I'm eager to hear what you think about this. And I hope you'll join me in unsubscribing from the shits. See you next week, friends. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here and listen to this episode. I know your days are full and there are a million ways that you could be spending your precious time. So just know that you choosing to be here with me doesn't go unnoticed. If you don't want to miss another chance to prioritize yourself and refuel that cup, then hit the subscribe button now so you don't miss a thing. The best way to spread these messages is to share, rate, and review these episodes. I want this podcast to support and nourish you through whatever you're going through in life. Please reach out to me on Instagram at any time at Megan M. Colsing. I'd love to hear from you because my mission is to help support and guide you to that magical and fulfilling life that you deserve. And in case nobody's told you yet today, you matter and you're doing a great job. See you next week.